Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I'm not commenting on that until I'm ready to comment on it. Jake Bakoven. You watch the game. You figure it out, huh? What do you think? Tom and Bach starts now. Welcome back. Chick-fil-A is where we are, and we are at South Point. But you can also drop by the 48th and O location, but we'd love to see your smiling faces. Uh, a lot of people have drive by, have driven by and waved to us. Yeah. Uh, that dog kind of waved at us in a, in a weird way. Uh, I didn't <laughs> like it. Looking. He drooled in our direction. Yeah, he drooled in our direction. <laughs> uh, but we're at the uh, South Point location. You can stop by, use your Chick-fil-A app to scan and order, uh, get rewards points, and you'll be registered to win a free tailgate meal for 15 chicken nuggets they got the fresh fruit they got the iced tea and lemonade and they'll call and let you know that you have won tomorrow if you do in fact win um interesting at the i don't know if you saw this but uh, florida at their weekly press conference dan mullins weekly press conference he was asked a a question about recruiting and it really kind of peed him off he said uh when it gets uh, time to recruit uh recruiting time we'll talk about recruiting Okay, next question. <laughs> Basically, we're saying that we don't recruit until it's the off season and uh, it's time to recruit. Yeah. Bo Pelini went through some of that that we criticized, uh, and and so now it's kind of led to a whole cancellation of media events at Florida this week. Like that one led to the cancellation. They just of, didn't want to talk th- to the media. Th- 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 they're just not going to talk to the media. So we'll see. He is a little bit on the warmer seat. I wouldn't say it's hot yet. Uh, but it was a 34-7 loss to Georgia on Saturday. Uh, do you think he's getting closer? He's well, four, they're 4-4. Four and four. Yeah, it's crazy how quickly those things can go down, right? I mean, he was playing right up against Alabama. Yeah. thought, hey, maybe this is a top-five team. Right. Uh, and now they've dropped all these games. Um, I, You know, I think that he's probably – I mean, he went – he got a top-10 team last year. I, I would think that he's got enough to, to have – you know, usually teams you have one bad year, oh. um, and then you you get get to the hot seat. But I expect him to be on the hot seat going into next year. Well, they've had a couple of decommitments over the last couple of weeks from four star recruits. Uh, they're four and four, two and four in SEC play. So you know that's something to think about yeah. uh, going forward. Their recruiting class is ranked like twenty second in the country. Uh, many have criticized TCU for parting ways with Gary Patterson. Uh, his record. At that school has just been really good. 181 and 79 uh, took over 20 years ago when TCU was nothing in college football. Made 17 bowl games, won 11 of those, and a Rose Bowl. Uh, he won six conference championships. Went undefeated in 2010, that year that they beat Wisconsin, I believe, in the Rose Bowl, uh, and they went 13 and 0. And now he's fired. Um, you would think that if if he wants another gig. 
he's going to get one very quickly, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sometimes those things, it just kind of runs dry or you kind of get in a bad spell for a few years and, uh, you know, kind of Mac Brown kind of had that and then he revived his career at North Carolina, though they're not doing great this year. But, you know, it's just that same sort of thing. I mean, he's a legendary head coach. He's he's had teams finish in the top 10, top 15 pretty consistently. And at TCU, that's pretty impressive. Um, so, you know, the last few years string together a couple of bad years, it's hard to consistently um, probably win in the Big 12 when you're at TCU. Um, so, absolutely. And, and you know what? There might be an opening here. I wouldn't um, mind uh, giving him another go. I'd have um, to give it a little bit closer look, see kind of what happens, what's broken down with those teams. Because sometimes, you know, the game's changing a um, little bit. You know, maybe he's kind of um, finally uh, kind of caught up to him. So you have to make sure that's not the case. Do your diligence before that. But, yeah. you know, just not too many bad seasons for, for Gary Patterson. And, yeah. and even coming into this year, going into every year, you have those top 25 yeah. coaches uh, rankings and stuff. He's always in there and, and well-deserved for what he's done over his career. Uh, he's 61 now. Uh, Gar- Jerry Kill, who's even older, has taken over as head coach, at least in the interim uh, there at TCU. Minnesota has lost another running back for the rest of the season. The Gophers lost Bryce Williams to a leg injury during their 41-14 win over uh, Northwestern on Saturday. Williams is now the third running back to suffer a season-ending injury. Mo Ibrahim, of course, in the first game against Ohio State. You had Trey Potts a few weeks ago, and now Williams. Uh, they're down to their fourth and fifth string running backs. That's crazy that they're still – and they're still running for 300 yards a game. They just had 308 against Northwestern. Like, that, that team knows who they are, and they just – it doesn't matter who plays running back for them. Yeah, I mean, and, and those first two guys were, were, were bigger hits. I mean, obviously, one, one being the, the All-American candidate, and, and you know, Potts was – up there for the the league's lead in rushing yards by the time he he kind of got his injury there um you know th- this one hurts too um you know but uh they they do have a couple guys in, in thomas and irving that have been kind of carrying a little bit more of the ball than williams um, so it um, wasn't necessarily their top running back at this point but it's just another loss for him uh and it, it's hard to <laughs> it's hard it's hard to believe that team's not ranked i understand the the, the drawback um, with them but they're six and two and, that, you know, they pushed Ohio State to the brink. I know that one loss is pretty ugly. Um, but, you know, I think they're I think they're on their way to being in the, the polls because they're they're leading the Big Ten West right um, now. And it doesn't, you know, it's that culture thing that, that P.J. Fleck talks about is, you know, you lose an All-American for a lot of teams. That's okay. Well, this wasn't our year. Yeah. Let's see what we can do. Um, and, you know, that, that was their leader. And they've, they've just stuck through it and been able to – to, to push and, and it's just because their game plan stays the same they they um, know how they're going to try yeah. to get a win and they go out there and get it done yeah they had that clunker against bowling green but since then they've been really good six and two as you mentioned they're going to go seven to two because they have illinois uh this weekend hey illinois could take you to nine overtimes that, if you that, don't look out that's right uh they could <laughs> it could happen uh miami has been reprimanded uh for, for by the ncaa they violated an ncaa rule concerning uh in-game communication devices uh, this this past weekend in their win uh, over Pitt, right? Yeah, uh, big win. They'll have to reduce their communication devices by 20% uh, for their game against Georgia Tech on Saturday. Uh, do you think that means they'll bang on trash cans instead? <laughs> yeah, you got to find a way around that. That's right. uh, they needed that win, so I guess they pulled yeah. out all the stuff. Manny Diaz still Manny alive. Diaz, yeah, got that top 25 victory. Um, I'm sure it was worth the, the – uh, 
it's worth a little bit less communication against Georgia Tech because you, uh, you know that's, that's, that's right. not a very good team. So that's, uh, that's right. Yeah, that's a well worth the risk. Maybe Nebraska should take that risk this week against Ohio that's State. Right. Right. A little bit more communication. You get reprimanded. You only lose twenty percent of your communications. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. Um, all right. So that's uh, college football news and notes, and it works fine into the games of the weekend. Uh, Bach is going to talk about that on Box Tops starting now. Starting now. Bok, 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 bok. I'll do that. I'll do <laughs> oh, the thanks music. For the, thanks for the help. You're welcome. Uh, that's uh, okay. That's all right. It's fine. It no doesn't really need the music. Yeah. All right, my top ten games of the weekend. Let's start in the uh, the Sunflower State, I believe it is, uh, Kansas and Kansas State. Now, this is not a, a big matchup of, of great teams right now. Kansas only one in seven. Uh, but it is known as the Sunflower Showdown, and they play for the Governor's Cup. Kansas State has won 12 straight of these. And, of course, they're 5-3 and three and, and fighting their way back. And, and I, I guess <laughs> I guess their victories mean you have to fire your um, coach if you're Texas Tech over there. So uh, I don't expect this one necessarily to be close. Kansas State favored by 24, only $43 if you want to make the quick drive down to Lawrence and, and go to that game this weekend. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's always just a matchup I like and kind of a local flavor to it. I like Chris Kleinman. Have I mentioned that before? I think you have. I think he's going to be a name uh, to watch. I, I think he does more with less. I think he's recruiting a lot of junior colleges there. Uh, but he takes less talent in the Big Ten. And he just got Gary Patterson fired at TCU, basically, uh, with that big win on Saturday. I, th- I think he's just a solid football coach. I thought that when he was at North Dakota, North Dakota State. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely one to watch and see how that, that team plays out because they've uh, – They've pushed some teams. They've played yeah. well, so uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll beat Kansas. But, you know, Kansas pushed Oklahoma a few weeks ago, so maybe they can mm. they can make it a game here again. Uh, number nine on my list, Mississippi State coming off their big upset victory for Mike Leach over Kentucky. They traveled to Razorback Stadium to take on Arkansas. Uh, Razorbacks also 5-3 and three in this game. Remember, uh, Arkansas was a, you know had some early season wins against uh, Texas and Texas A&M. And maybe we thought they're really good, but then they had three straight losses to Georgia, Mississippi, and Auburn. Uh, they finally bounced back in their their traditional non-con, right. you know, mismatch opponent. I don't exactly know even who this team is. Arkansas Pine Bluff, yeah, that's who, who they ended up winning to break their three-game losing streak. So they'll look at, to get back on board there at Razorback Stadium. Arkansas is favored by five to cost you thirty-one dollars to get in but that's kind of that second tier of the sec west type of battle and uh really those type there's a few games like this there's not a whole lot of like top 25 matchups but there's a few games like this that can really kind of swing the narrative for a season especially at five and three you know six and three you're having a good season five and four eh, not so right. great uh so mississippi state of arkansas interesting one in the sec west yeah I, I, we as you said i thought arkansas was really good now i'm not sure but they're both five and three it's just that Mississippi State is winning more recently. Yeah. And so, you know, change this, uh, change that narrative maybe this weekend. Arkansas is playing at home. How about one of the undefeated teams in college football? Number 10, Wake Forest. The Demon Deacons travel to Chapel Hill to take on North Carolina and Sam Howell. Disappointing season for Mac Brown and the Tar Heels as they're just at 4-4. Four and four, But they can sir, sure get the upset here. I mean, that would certainly help how they're feeling. And North Carolina actually favored by 25 despite the undefeated record from the Demon Deacons. Cost you 31 bucks to get in that game. I wouldn't mind seeing it, uh, but I don't want to pay the $31 to go. <laughs> I'll watch it on TV. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't think Wake Forest is for real. I think that they're going to lose one of these types of games. 
Uh, and Vegas usually knows something. Two and a half, North Carolina the favorite over an undefeated team. That probably sounds right. Yeah, and that, that probably tells you all you need to know about the, the what you'll see tonight. I don't, I'm not sure if Wake Forest might be in the top ten uh, in the college football playoff rankings, but uh, not probably much higher yeah. than that. Uh, number seven on my list, Texas at four and four at Jack Trice Stadium this week. Five and three Cyclones welcome them in. Uh, Iowa State a six and a half point favorite, and I tell you, those Iowa State fans, they love to pack that stadium, so you got to pay a little money to get into that one. $61 despite neither team being ranked. Uh, but again, one of those one of those games that could kind of swing a season for you. Texas at 4-4, four and four, they have all these different uh, numbers that are kind of showing that not off to a good start under their new coaching staff. Uh, I believe they have uh, they, they blew a big lead this past week, and so now they have a bigger margin of loss. Uh, under the new coaching staff, under Steve Sarkeesian, than they ever did other than Tom Herman, a bigger, yeah. you know, uh, more losses and all that stuff. And Tom Herman, he, he he actually didn't do too bad there. He just didn't do Texas good, yeah. uh, which is which is why he was eventually let go. And I I was not a big fan of the Steve Sarkeesian hire, yeah. um, and it's certainly not playing out too well so far. But again, they can turn the narrative a little bit uh, if they jump above. 500 with a victory over Iowa State, but if they lose this one at four and five, that Sarkeesian thing is not off to a good start. They had some really close losses, uh, but you wonder how much that scars them. That Oklahoma loss, where that that Oklahoma game, even they should have won that game. Uh, And if they win that game, it's kind of the conversation we sometimes have about Nebraska. But if they win that game, it's probably a whole different story. But not as you mentioned, not a good start for the Sarkeesian era. No, uh, but I can see them beating a lot. Iowa State. I can see them beating Iowa State this week. Yeah. Iowa State's coming off a loss. Oh yeah, and Texas always has the athletes there. And I, I went to an Iowa State Texas game years ago, and it was just a weird feeling because usually, you know, you yeah. used to go to Nebraska Texas games and you just talk about, you know, over the years the good battles and, and this, yeah. and you should have enough to beat them. Iowa State fans that year were just kind of like, yeah, well, we'll never have the athletes to beat Texas, but maybe we can shock them once in a while. Right. So you know, it, it, it's interesting, but maybe maybe I, that was a few years ago. Maybe yeah. Iowa State's fan base has changed their narrative. As well, uh, number six on my list: the Iowa Hawkeyes and their struggling offense head to Northwestern and Ryan Field, where struggling offenses go to die. <laughs> no, Northwestern's not very good this year. Yeah, they're not. Uh, good. But either way, Iowa favored by twelve points, thirty-eight bucks to get in there. But Iowa, of course, going from number two now all the way to back to nineteen, and it's just a thing where Iowa probably can win uh, any game if their defense gets all those turnovers, but can also lose any game because their offense is starting to have too many turnovers uh, themselves. Uh, any any thought that Northwestern could push the Hawkeyes this week? Uh, I I think so because you could you could stay with Iowa. Uh, their their offense is putrid. In fact, I, I saw a petition by Iowa fans to try to get rid of Brian Ferentz. There was like a thousand signatures yeah. to get rid of Brian Ferentz. Their offense has been just abysmal. Uh, they turned it over three times against uh, Wisconsin team. That's good, but you know that hasn't been that great uh, as far as takeaways are concerned on defense and. Uh, I was just not uh, fifty-one to fourteen. They've been outscored the last two weeks. Yeah. It's, it's not good. It's a bad look, especially for that offense. Sometimes it's just not turnovers. It's where you turn the ball over. I know one of those was in their own five yard with was in uh, their own five yard line. So uh, it, it gets kind of bad there. Uh, number five will stay in the Big Ten. Number twenty-two, Penn State at Maryland. Uh, another one of those games that can kind of swing a season for these teams. Penn State, of course, needs a win now, coming off back-to-back losses. To stay in the top twenty-five, Maryland surprisingly could be six and three and have a better record than Penn State oh. at the end of this if they take care of business at home in College Park. However, Penn State is favored by ten, uh, but that is uh, somewhat of an, the East Coast 
rivalry in the Big Ten that right. that, uh, that probably the biggest East Coast rivalry. There's not too many. Hey, there's Barry Swanson uh, dropping by. Good to see Barry. Uh, he does exist. He does exist. He, do, he does exist, as far as you know. Uh, Sixty bucks to get into that game. Are you going to be interested in Maryland, Tennessee, or Penn State this week? I'm going to watch it. Uh, it. Actually, Penn State coming off that loss to Ohio State, probably a little more impressive than Maryland's victory, three point victory over Indiana. You start to believe in Mike Mac Loxley, and maybe this is one of those times. And then that's when Maryland usually loses uh, well, this yeah. type of week. But it is interesting. I mean, if Maryland, because Mike Loxley, we kind of thought maybe he's on the hot seat more so than even Jeff Brom and Scott Frost. Now he's a victory away in his, in his final four games for getting to, to a bowl game. So Yeah, they're going to probably go to probably a bowl be game. Safe. Yep. Uh, number four on my list, Liberty and Malik Willis, who's still one of the hotter quarterbacks, for, if you're talking about NFL draft boards. Uh, they'll travel, travel to Oxford, Mississippi to take on number 15, Miss Ole Miss, who's, of course, coming off that loss to Auburn. Uh, what's intriguing about this game is Hugh Freeze will be back on the sidelines in Oxford. Of course, wow. he, coached, uh, he coaches at Liberty right now, uh, and it's a battle of two of the top quarterbacks in the nation. Um, Mississippi now a nine-and-a-half-point favorite, $21 to get into that game, but uh, that one will be an interesting to watch, I think, if, I'll, if you I'll like watch the it. quarterbacks. You mentioned Malik Willis. He's really good. Uh, some people have him really high on the draft boards as as you also mentioned, I'll watch it just for that reason. I think they could maybe hang around for a while. I don't think they'll beat Ole Miss. It'll be fun to watch. Yeah, they've, and they've dropped a few games this year. They didn't quite live up to last year's expectations, but uh, still 7-2, and two, a pretty sound ball club. On number three on my list, how about the Bayou Bengals, 4-4 four and four LSU, traveling to Bryant-Denny Stadium, no easy place to win. Uh, number three, Alabama welcomes them in. Alabama, 28-and-a-half point favorite, $67 to get in that game. But similar to Texas A&M, look out. This one could be closer than the experts think because LSU at least has the athleticism to stick with them. Isn't Alabama coming off a bye week, though? I think they, they, I they, think they are, and playing at home. Um, and uh, yeah, who knows? Ed Orgeron might be still coaching for a little pride and want to win that game. I, I just don't see it. Um, but 28 bucks to get in or 28 and a half is the spread. <laughs> okay. 28 and a half. Of the, oh, seriously? Yeah. That's the spread. There's not much of a belief in LSU. I don't think I've seen a LSU. I don't think I've seen a spread that high. Yeah. That's this, really that, high. That's crazy high for power five. 67 bucks though to get in. Uh, I'd love to go to Bryant Denny. Yeah. That'd be a cool, yeah. cool experience. Yeah. It's not quite the LSU Alabama matchup we've had in recent years, but yeah. it's still uh, a helmet game. Uh, number two on my list, number 12, Auburn, 6-2, and two, coming off that victory against Ole Miss. They'll travel to Kyle Field and College Station to take on Texas A&M. Also comes in at 6-2. and two. Uh, 120 bucks to get in this game. This is a big one. Um, and it, it's a kind of a big one. You, know, you don't expect a two-loss team to make the college football playoffs or anything, but this is kind of a uh, contenders yeah. from pretenders type of matchup. Yeah, I, and I love the job Brian Harson has done at Auburn. I mean, they've had... A couple of tough losses, but that that team has played really well. And the Iron Bowl should be fun this year when that happens, oh, yeah. right? Uh, I, I think Auburn could actually compete with Alabama at least for a while. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Uh, number one on my list, and maybe it's not around the nation. Probably Auburn and Texas A&M, the matchup of top twenty-five teams would be. But to me, I'm intrigued by number five Michigan State. Of course, undefeated, coming off that big victory against Michigan, taking on Purdue at Ross Aid Stadium. Purdue, of course. Five and three, coming off the victory against Nebraska. Big victory over Iowa a couple of weeks ago. They're battle tested. They lost to Wisconsin, um, but people are still wondering: Is Michigan State really a top ten type of team? Well, and produce a good test for them. Well, they came back from sixteen down. And you're wondering: Is that a bit of fluke or something like yeah. that? Because uh, Michigan had that game 
it felt like salted. They were up 31-16. to They lost that game to Michigan State. But Kenneth Walker, I don't think he's a fluke. I think no. he's the real deal. I think Michigan State's tough-minded. I think Mel Tucker is a really good coach. Uh, I think this team's for real. I don't know if they're for real you know, for five more years. But I think this Michigan State team, they'll probably lose a couple of games. I don't see them winning a national title or anything, but I think yeah. that they'll, they got a chance at the playoff. I mean, an outside chance. Yeah, and I mean, if you're talking about a realistic shot to beat Ohio State, you know, Michigan and Michigan State yeah. are, are both, you know, teams to look out for there. Um, they still have Penn State left on the schedule, but that looks like less of a obstacle to overcome. So, you know, they've, they've certainly, you know, beating Michigan kind of opens up the, the doorway for them to maybe get through the schedule with one loss, maybe to Ohio State, yep. or undefeated if they can win that game. But you got to watch out for these sneaky games like Purdue, because Purdue is a, a challenge in its own. You have to go on the road to play them. There you go. Uh, you've got Purdue at the top of your list of most intriguing games. Yeah, this weekend. that might be because uh, I watched Purdue just beat Nebraska. I think I'm intrigued as well for that reason because I'm, I'm kind of wondering. Purdue is able to beat Iowa and a nice win over Nebraska. Well, you know, what kind of game can they give Michigan State this weekend? And how I think- big would that be for Jeff Brom, by the way, who we were talking about on the hot seat? Right. Get two top five victories yeah. in what three, four weeks? Right. Well, it was Diaco's fault last year. (laughs) Let's get to a break and come back with more. We're going to do the Big Ten Blitz, um, but I've got a couple of things on my mind that I want to air. Air my grievances. There we go. As if I haven't done that enough. Uh, But we'll do more of that. We are Chick-fil-A. Where else would we be for Tailgate Tuesday? It's where you should be as well. They have two locations of Chick-fil-A in Lincoln, one at 48th and O, the other at South Point. And, again, that's where we are. And you can use the Chick-fil-A app to order or scan, get rewards points, and you'll be registered to win a free tailgate meal for 15 people. That's the Nuggets, fresh fruit, iced tea, or lemonade. Back with more from Chick-fil-A with Tom and Buck. You're listening to Tom and Buck. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.